Hello and welcome to the Lee Schools TV podcast. I'm Adam Wright. Joining us today is Kelly Hare Jono, the Family and Community Engagement Specialist for the Grants Department here at the School District of Lee County. Kelly, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me, Adam. So we wanted to have you on because November is Family Engagement Month, um, as decreed by the Florida Department of Education. And we wanted to make sure we had you on before the end of the month. Although, of course, family engagement doesn't stop once December 1st hits. Uh, but again, thank you for coming on. And you are the, like I said, family and, family and community engagement specialist for the grants department. Can you tell me before we get into family engagement a little bit about specifically what you do in your role here at the district? Yes, I was brought on because three of the East Zone middle schools won a, a federal grant to become magnet schools. And that was um, Oak Hammock Middle, Harns Marsh Middle, and Lehigh Acres Middle. And part of that grant included my position because the, the government felt it was very important to get families involved for the success of these schools. And they're transitioning to magnet grants, uh, magnet schools. So I was brought in in that position. And you've, you you were telling me earlier, you've been with the district for almost 25 years now. Yeah, this is my 25th year, yeah. Uh, so how long have you been in your current position? This is my second year. Okay. Yeah. And where were you before you took that role? I was in adult and career as a information specialist, okay. but the majority of my time was spent at um, two other places, Fort Myers High as a sign language interpreter. And before that, I was in the office at the High Tech Central, or I'm not sure what we're calling it now, <laughs> but it was information specialist there yeah. as well. And you, you have a background in, in computers, right? I do. I actually went to school for computing. That's why I did a lot of the computing and information specialist, secretarial. But I also majored or minored in foreign language, sign language, and Spanish. At what school? I went to Edison. Now, FSW, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything's changed. Yeah. Getting old is not the same anymore. <laughs> uh, okay, so family engagement. That's what we're here to talk about today. And you were telling me when we met uh, off air that uh, family engagement is something that you are personally really passionate about. Um, and why is that? Um, a few reasons. One, I am a parent. I have a little boy who's gone into the sixth grade, and I really feel to help him succeed in life, I need to be involved in a school in a way that helps guide his steps so that he can get to where he wants to be as an adult, and he'll be okay and be able to stand on his own. Two, I had a mother who set a very good example in that for me. She was a lifelong learner. She believed in education. She made education a way of life. So that is something that we became passionate as, as people. So it kind of carried over to me. And three, because I've been in a school system so long in and around classrooms, I see the difference it can make when parents are involved in more than just a cursory way, that they really have their pulse on the school, the system. It helps their children succeed, feel more confident, and achieve more. And you were telling me that you uh, recently went to a national workshop of some kind involving family engagement. What can you tell me about that? I did. I, I was privileged to go this year to the um, Institute of Educational Leadership's annual family and community engagement specialist conference uh, out in Reno, Nevada mm -hmm. this summer. It was really nice. Mm -hmm. It had over 4,000 attendees, wow. five strands, 70 different workshops to choose from. But what they do is they showcase schools who've made family and community engagement specialists a way of life or mm -hmm. part of their system yeah. and best practices. 
So I really, really did learn a lot. Biggest takeaways for me were, um, it's about understanding acceptance of the diverse cultures that you serve and their backgrounds and the diverse family groups that we have. Um, it starts with each one of us having trust and respect, not just parents trusting and respecting us, but we trusting and respecting them. Mm -hmm. So it's reciprocal, building that relationship for the good of the kids and that we have to challenge ourselves to not be seeing people or populations in a certain light or the light of our own perspective, mm -hmm. but try to see it in their perspective mm -hmm. so that we can have that positive relationship for the good of the kids. So kind of an abstract question, but what does family engagement look like? Somebody who, um, maybe not abstract, but, you know, kind of generalize. What, is it, um, what does family engagement look like to you, at least? It is about the trust and respect. Mm -hmm. um, it has to be reciprocal, has to be built, has to be nurtured. It is about two-way communication, not just we giving them information and them going out and finding it, but we also listening to them, bringing them on board, getting them involved in the process, getting feedback, how are we doing, uh, responding to that feedback in a way that benefits the whole school and specifically their child. And it's systematic. It's not haphazard or here and there, but it's built into the schools from beginning to end, from front office to administration to classroom. It is a culture, mm -hmm. I guess. And you were also telling me before we got started uh, that there's a difference between involvement and engagement. How would you describe that difference? What I've learned and come to appreciate that Involving parents is more like we're doing all the work, we're doing all the decision-making, we're doing all the, the steps, and then we invite them in to see or we invite them in to see the finished product. However, we're not engaging them or involving them in the process or the decision-making of those steps. Mm -hmm. We're not getting their feedback before we decide. So there's a little bit of a difference we need to bring them on board as partners, decision-making partners, so that they know exactly what's happening, when it's happening, and they can help us decide in a way that benefits the school and the community. And, you know, why, why is an engaged family, family engagement in general, why is it so important, you know, not only for the students themselves, but also for the families, the parents, the guardians, and the schools. So I guess it's kind of three three different questions, but right. how does it impact and benefit students, parents, and the schools all separately or together? Um, as far as the students, they know that their decisions are not being made just for them by people who don't know them. They know that their parents are involved, the parents are part of the process, the parents are helping to guide their steps. They get a greater self-confidence and feeling of support, not just from the schools, but also from the parents who are also involved in those decisions so that they know what's expected of them. Their behavior improves, their academics improve. They really do have a stronger self-sense, mm -hmm. you know, sense of self, and that helps them achieve their goals, mm -hmm. do better. And, and that 
can impact the schools as well, right? I yeah. Mean, All right. Well, I, the, I guess more, part number two, yeah. parents. Why is it important for parents? Information. We need information to make good decisions. We need to know what the resources are. We need to know how to navigate the system. We can't really function well in that role of being engaged if we don't know the processes, if we're not involved, if we don't know how things work or where to go to get the resources to make the decisions for our children. I think that gives them more confidence as parents in guiding them, helping them along the way, maybe even averting some problems before they start. Mm -hmm. So it does help the parents quite a bit to do their job a lot better. And they feel that we're their partners, their team. We're all in this together, pulling in the same direction. Mm -hmm. And that, that that's really good for the schools. That is what we want as the schools. Um, because sometimes, I don't know, it seems can it can be a little adversarial, it seems at times, yeah. but it really is not supposed to be. Mm -hmm. We're all in this together. We want what's best for the kids. And parents need to know that that's what teachers are trying to achieve. But if we bring them into the process and they're into the decision making, they will feel that so that when we need their support, they will be there to support us. They'll know what's going on, why it's happening, and then they'll be willing to support and help us and we'll be willing to support and help them. Uh, reciprocity, yeah. I guess. And that helps the community feel stronger, helps the families feel stronger, helps the kids be stronger, and the school's achievement goes up. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure that the more engaged a family is in their child's education that the the higher performing that that student would be at school and then that's great for the school because the higher the more higher achieving students a school has the, the better grade and yeah the better everything and i really i'm telling you over the 24 years i've seen the difference between that even in my own life i'm telling you i i've seen the difference it really does build in them lifelong learning and achievement and self-worth and ability and that's what we need for our communities. Mm -hmm. And so you mentioned, it, you know, the, it's important for parents, or guardians to have resources available to them. So if, you know, there's a parent out there listening who wants to be more engaged in their child's education, they're not quite certain where to go if, you know, for advice or um, uh, how to get involved with their child's school, what would you tell them? I'm sure they could um, go on their students school's website or make a phone call to the school but who should they ask for when they um, call the school if they're going to go that route and what kind of things should they ask well i'm really trying to encourage a lot more parents first of all to sign up to be volunteers sign that volunteer form um, make it known what are your skills what are your specialties are you willing to read to a child are you willing to come in and help with a play just get the pulse of the school. You can start with the school's guidance counselors. You can start with your child's teachers. They can point you in the right direction. You can start with administration, maybe principal secretary, making known your desire to be more engaged and more involved. There are, of course, parent-teacher PTAs, SAC committees. There are good places to start that get you involved in feeling the pulse of the school. And when you discern a need, volunteer. Make it known, and then they can be more engaged in the schools. So let's get into specifics if we can. Okay. Um, as far as certain things that parents or families can do to be more engaged, do you have any advice or, or tips 
for families. I went on the Florida Department of Education website and I've, you know, they have a few on their website. I'll just read a few that they have. And this is specifically reading tips for parents. And mm -hmm. it says, you know, if you have a preschool aged child, you should be reading at least 20 to 30 minutes a day to them. And if you have older children who, who can read themselves, you should have them read to you at least 20, 30 minutes a day. And, um, it also, this is one that I found interesting. It says, make sure that your children see you read for at least 20 to 30 minutes a day because, you know, you're their primary role model. And if they see you reading a lot, then they'll want to read a lot. And also, you know, kind of the more common sense things that a lot of people know, you know, limit TV viewing and monitor what your child watches on TV or, you know, these days, you know, I see so many young kids watching smartphones or tablets and they're on YouTube or things like that. Right. Um, also, it's important, it says, to provide your children with regular, quiet places where they can do homework at home. Um, so that's just a few that the Florida Department of Education has on their website. If you want to go on their website, they've got some great resources. That's fldoe.org, and they've got the family engagement portal right there on their homepage. But um, like you said, you're a mother. Uh, you said your son's in sixth grade? Sixth grade, yeah. Um, so you know, maybe some tips for parents out there that I haven't mentioned yet maybe some things that you do yourself with your child? Well, the first thing that both he and uh, my husband, both, we mm -hmm. automatically sign up to be volunteers. Mm -hmm. uh, field trips, helping out, giving donations, as well as time. Time is more important than things. That's mm -hmm. one thing we've got to make known. And then we've got that family focus portal Mm -hmm. It tells you their grades in real time. The teachers are working really hard to put that information in. We've got that beautiful little click button that you can just email all their teachers and send a message and communicate with them going back and forth. They usually respond within a day or two, keeping abreast of those grades. And yes, taking them to the library, taking them out into the community to serve and help and letting them see you serve and help. Um, in our family, my son has gone to the library every month since he's been six months old. Probably couldn't even hold his head up, but I just thought it was a good way to start. But yeah. um, recently he started a family book club. He brought home two of the same books. He said, instead of me just reading it, mom, we're going to read it together. You read, I read, and we will discuss it. That's awesome. So there's just different things you can do to make learning fun and involving it, your kids in that. Let them see that you love learning. So from a, from a parent's perspective, what, in your opinion, are some things that schools can do to better engage with families? Like you said, it's a reciprocal. It really street. is. I think our schools are doing a phenomenal job. Times have changed, and we are a bit of a social media mm -hmm. uh, family. There are tablets in there. Some schools, they stream the games live. They stream activities that are happening in the school's live so the parents know what the kids are learning. Sometimes they'll even put out a can you do this at home type of activity on like social media and say, post what you did and show us what you're doing. Where did you read this weekend? Uh, all those things are inviting the parents to be engaged into the um, learning process. They have science nights. They have math nights. They have literacy nights, where they not only talk about what the kids are learning, but show how the parents can support them in their learning. All these things we can take advantage of as parents, and the schools are trying to reach us out to us as parents to get them to know that they're welcome and they're invited in, and we want them to be a part of this process. Um, what would you say to somebody who um, 
you know, like you said, time is so important, like devoting your time, not just resources. Um, what about people out there who say, you know, that, that, that sounds great, but I'm so busy. Um, you know, maybe it's a single parent who might have one or, you know, maybe two jobs and is doing all they can to help support their children. They just don't have the, the time to devote more energy to, you know, engaging with their students learning and at school, any advice for them on other ways to become engaged? If, you know, you read some beautiful ones off of the DOE website, yeah. 20 minutes per day. Uh, showing your kids that you love learning. Sometimes casual learning is the best. If you know what's happening in their math class and you know what's happening in their reading class and you're out and about and you see a situation that matches that, talk to them about it. Speak about it. You're engaging that learning. You're taking what they've learned from the classroom into your home. You're making a cake and they're doing math and fractions. Talk about it. That's how you're going to engage them on what you have. But there was a quote that I really did like. I can't really think of the person's name, but she said, volunteers really don't have the time. They just have the heart. Mm. And that's what it takes. Just our hearts, giving what we can give, when we can give it and make it our best. Our children will see that because my mom was a single mom of four. Mm. And so she did work a lot, a lot of hours. But we never were feeling like our education was secondary or we weren't going to graduate or we weren't going to go on to college or we weren't going to do whatever we wanted to do in life. Mm -hmm. We knew we were and we knew we would succeed and we had her beside us pushing us all the way. Like what you said about, you know, just talking about what's going on in this yeah. child's learning. It's not one that I read, but it does say, um, like number three on this that I printed out, it says add to your child children's enjoyment of reading by discussing each book they read with them. Just talk. Yeah. Yeah. How does that relate to your day? Doesn't that remind you of what you learned in class? Oh, look at that butterfly. Didn't you learn something about butterflies in class the other day? Tell me what you learned. Having them recite what they've learned, having them tell us what they know, and then us listening mm -hmm. and letting them be in the driver's seat, I guess the student-led kind of conferences yeah. at home, that makes them feel like you're engaged in their learning. Yeah. But we got to keep abreast of what they're learning. We got to know what they're learning to be able to do that. Yeah. Because I guess if you if you never ask them what they learned in school that day, because, you know, if you don't seem interested in what they learned, they'll probably be less interested in what they learned. But if they, right. co if they come home every day and their parents or guardians are, uh, you know, very interested in learning about what they learned, that'll probably in turn, make them more interested in yeah. it, right? It's true. And when schools keep that information on the social media, on the websites, in Twitter, that gives us an avenue of getting it, not just from the children. One of the things I learned from the conference is that sometimes we send everything through our kids and we're never going to get it. If you see my son's backpack, it's like a black hole. you got to <laughs> dig to the bottom to find what you're looking for. Yeah. So if we keep that information flowing so that parents have many avenues of getting it, um, that helps them to be engaged as well. So now they have a way to say, how was that math test today? Or how'd you do on fractions? Do you understand that equation? Um, I give you an example. My son's school does a beautiful job. He had a... A vocabulary test that morning mm -hmm. and he practiced up and I was curious so I went out and checked the focus and the teacher already posted the grade I said oh good job on that test he's like what how did you it make me feel engaged yeah. uh, that teacher also posted what those words were what those definitions were going to be so they say hey make sure they study this weekend 
And therefore, I could, as a parent, say, I got an email. This teacher said you have this test. Are you prepared? Then I pick a word and say, what's? And he said, it's da-da-da, or if he doesn't know, we'll talk about it. The more information we give parents, the more access we give them to the resources and the processes, the better engaged they can be and the more support and a better partner they can be for us mm -hmm. in the schools. So where do you go to access that, that focus portal? Through the website, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Each parent in the district was encouraged to set up a focus portal, parent focus portal for each one of their kids. And it gives in real time their grades. It gives access email to each teacher, which you usually can send a copy right back to your own uh, mailbox. Most teachers respond within 24 hours. Um, gives access to their STAR testing so we can see their progress in math and their progress in reading, where they're at, and if they're making gains. And if we have concerns, we can email each one of those teachers. The teachers usually put on the side their um, activities that are coming up, tests that are coming up, projects that are due. So there really should not be any surprises. And then we can, as parents, do our part and say, hey, you got this? You ready? It's coming up. I saw it on the portal, or I saw it on the website. Some use Class Dojo. Facebook, Twitter, yeah. some do direct emails, uh, school messenger. As long as we keep those up to date and current, that really is a good tool for parents to be engaged. And I make, I encourage parents to make use of them. Yeah. And I, if you haven't accessed the focus portal, I do believe that on our YouTube channel, uh, Lee County Public Schools on YouTube, we have um, instructions, a video instruction on how to set up an account and access it for first time users. So you know, just go to our YouTube channel, Lee County Public Schools, and you know, just search for the focus portal instructions. I believe we have an English, Spanish and Creole version of the instructions on how to get access to that as well. And I know if they really are having difficulty, even after that, I know for a fact the schools have hosted um, focus groups, as they call them, mm -hmm. to help parents set up their account. So call that school, let them know. I'm having problems, they will set you up, they'll walk you through it, they'll have you come in, they'll do a one-on-one -on -one meeting, because that's one of the resources that's very important for parents to use. And if you don't follow us on social media, I encourage you to do that, uh, School District of Lee County on Facebook and uh, on Twitter as well, and we're also on Instagram, and we've been posting some family engagement tip of the days throughout the month as well. I think the last one we posted was about, um, you know, just encouraging families to sit and listen and talk about different types of music with your child as yeah. well. So, you know, maybe not something that you would typically think of as, um, you know, engaging in a student's education, but, you know, you want to talk about how important music is? Yeah, anything. Yeah. Because really casual learning is when our kids learn the best. Yeah. How many times have we turned our ears off to a lecture? <laughs> but when they're in a good mood and they're in a casual mood and they're listening to music or dancing with us, their hearts are open, their minds are open, they're more receptive. We know this. Mm -hmm. uh, we were the same. We were kids that way, like, oh, God, here comes another lecture. But we're baking a cake and we're having a conversation. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is not learning, but it is. Yeah. And that way it reaches us more. And we're probably going to remember those times more than we do the formal lectures, yeah. <laughs> to tell you the truth. Um, just going back to volunteering for a minute, um, can you give our listeners an idea of, you said, you know, field trips, um, and I forget some of the other things you said, but an idea of all the different things that you do as a volunteer and maybe an, give us an idea of how much time 
per week that you spend volunteering. I'm sure, you know, volunteering is volunteering. They'll take any amount of time that you can offer. But Well, I can only gauge it in the terms of my son mm -hmm. because I'm working. It's really difficult for me. I know, well, like a lot of parents, to do the day activities. But yeah. what I try to do and what I, my husband does is we sign up to be volunteers. Mm -hmm. So if they say we need a field trip, we try to take a vacation day or a personal day and we make it for that reason. Okay, so we know one or two of our personal days are going to be for the school in whatever capacity they, they need us. If they have a weekend sport or a weekend activity, uh, this past weekend we were at Lego competition. I was there as a parent, but I'm like, you know, I'm gonna volunteer. So I did a lot of running around, running errands. I was the gopher for the day, but that's okay. My son needed to see that because that's part of learning. That's part of being part of a community. Um, just being willing to help out where you can. They shoot a note saying, I need supplies. That's still volunteering, mm -hmm. but go beyond that. Can I do that for you? If they're doing a play, can I do those costumes for you? I'll take it home. Can I, I wrote names on, um, over 400 <laughs> honor roll bands on a Saturday night because that's my son's way of showing, Hey, these kids did a good job. They deserve credit. We want to honor them. We're going to help the school. And I'm engaged. I want to be a part of what you're doing to show that I appreciate not only your efforts, but the school's efforts. And we're partners in this. All right. Uh, and so did you grow up in Lee County? Where, where's your hometown? Uh, born, I was a Air Force brat. Yeah. Okay. Daddy was a lieutenant in the Air Force, born in England, raised part in California, moved back to Florida because this is where mom's families from. So I've been through the Lee County school system part of the way and been here ever since. Yeah. Did you go to, you went to high school in Lee County? I did. Yeah. I went to North Fort Myers High. North Fort Myers. Doesn't exist in its present form. It's totally different. It's yeah. a magnet school, but yeah. I went to North Fort Myers High. And um, how did you get into sign language interpreting? That's that love of learning. Um, we came into sign language because there was people in our congregation who were deaf. Mm -hmm. And for me, having a deaf family in which no one can communicate with, I didn't sit right. So I thought I would at least learn to communicate. But after taking courses and being certified and just keep going and going and going, I eventually became an interpreter. And I enjoyed it. I loved it. Loved the community. We still sign. My husband's a sign language instructor in the schools. So it just became part of our our life. Cool. Uh, is there anything else family engagement related that you wanted to talk about or mention before we move on? I say really, I think Lee County is doing a good job. I think we can improve. It really starts as a culture at the schools. Welcome in those families. Make sure they're welcome. Uh, we should appreciate each parent's gifts. Let them know that their gifts are needed. We want their feedback. We want to know how we're doing. And we want them to be a part of this educational decision-making process, not just an observer, not just a afterthought, but really systematically putting them into the schools. And to the parents, I say, please get involved, give your feedback, ask to be engaged, ask what your child's learning, um, share with them what you've learned, what you enjoy, what do you do on your downtime? Mom and dad has their own interests. Let them see you as a person and in the learning capacity. And that will help them too. 
feel stronger as a people, stronger self-confidence, and ready to learn. All right. Couldn't have said it any better myself. Uh, again, if you want some resources, we also have on our website, leeschools.net, on our homepage, the, the scrolling window part. You might have to click on the second or third uh, little dot there in the upper right-hand corner. But we have a uh, family engagement uh, portal as well on our homepage, leeschools.net. Okay, Kelly, what is your favorite book? Um, I'm a classic mystery person. I don't have a favorite book. I have a favorite author. Okay. And it's probably going to be Agatha Christie. I've probably gone through her things a thousand times, probably do a thousand more. So I would say Agatha Christie, Ordeal by Innocence is one of my favorite. I like how she wrote that. It was a really cool book. I've never read any of her books. Um, are they so classic mystery? Can you give us an idea? Are they all, do they all kind of follow a similar pattern or what kind of mysteries are they they're always murder mysteries yeah Yeah, somebody's (laughs) got to die before we can get to the (laughs) that's the only drawback but it's just i like the fact that they are more dialogue oriented a lot of logic just following the clues getting to who done it through logic and conversation and who done it sort of thing and then at the end, there can be a twist, but it's usually pretty laid out for you. Gotcha. I know she's written like a million books, right? A she lot. has. She <laughs> has. Her, my favorite character is Hercule Poirot. I don't know why. That little Belgian man just kind of <laughs> piques my interest. And yeah. I guess she must be a fan of millions because she's still around. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like a good mystery, so I'll have to check her out. Uh, okay. So what is your favorite movie or TV show? Um... Favorite movie? I'm going to go with the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. That's one I always go back to over and over again. I think it has to do with that theme of underdog, overcoming circumstances, yeah. being true to oneself, being a good person, and then succeeding. Uh, did you see the, the remake with Johnny Depp? I haven't seen it, but... Yeah. Being a classic... Yeah. Movie person, I started it, but it was not oh, you really turned it off. my favorite. <laughs> oh, okay. I couldn't really get into his interpretation yeah. of Willy Wonka, but you know, well, Gene Wilder was great. He was great, <laughs> and I can't, you know, once you go classic, what can yeah. I say? Nostalgia. Uh, what's your favorite song, or do you have a favorite musical artist? No, that was really tough because yeah. you know it really depends on what mood I'm in. Um, yeah, I agree. I can't really. If I'm in a dance mood, I'm probably going to put in some Justin Timberlake. He seems to come up a lot when I want to <laughs> dance. Uh, if I'm in an inspiring mood, I'm probably going to put on one of the divas like Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a nostalgic mood, probably going to go with Journey or one of those groups that my mom introduced me to. But I can't really say I have a favorite. Yeah. My husband's is country, so I'd have to say Rascal Flat for them. <laughs> so, it's just all over the place. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite subject in school growing up? World history. Yeah. Yeah, I love history. Me too. Um, just something about how humans act and how things are kind of cyclic sometimes mm-hmm. and how we can learn from them or not learn from them really piques my interest. Yeah. Do you have a favorite time period? Hmm. You know, being that I am African-American, I'm not going to lie, the slavery and post-slavery time Mm -hmm. and the world that affected African-Americans, yeah, yeah, that's probably my best interest right there. Uh, Okay, so if you could have dinner with anyone living or dead, who would it be and why? 
man, that one was a tough one too. One person I was really drawn to the slaves who then went to be freemen. Mm-hmm. So Ludio Aquiano, Frederick Douglass. Yeah. But then again, I like inspirational, strong women. So Maya Angelou, mm-hmm. or if you're living, Oprah Winfrey, maybe. Yeah. I'm fascinated by Frederick Douglass. I need to read uh, some of his books. I read books at the high school mm-hmm. um, his life and his yeah. narrative. Yeah. Very fascinating. Yeah, that's on my list of things to read. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It really is interesting. But I, I like the fact that despite a circumstance, it didn't change who he was mm-hmm. or who he chose to be in order to make him bitter or angry. It just made him better and stronger. Yep. And I like books like that. All right. Sounds like a good place to end it. Kelly Harry Jono, Family and Community Engagement Specialist at the Grants Department here at the School District of Lee County. Thank you so much for coming on and uh, sharing your expertise with us. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I hope that maybe something can be learned. All right. And thank you for watching and listening. We'll see you next time.